Welcome to another edition of Park Talk Podcast, the official podcast of the Naperville Park District. Hi everyone, I'm Sue Omenson. Early childhood experiences are foundational for life, and Naperville Park District has provided excellent preschool programs for years, guided by the philosophy of learning through play. Over the past couple of years, our staff has been hard at work revamping the entire curriculum. Today, we get to hear why they invested time in this project and how the children and teachers are benefiting. I'm happy to welcome to the studio our Early Childhood Program Manager, Sarah Cass, the Early Childhood Program Coordinator, Sherry Swanson, and two of our preschool teachers, Teresa Brady and Mary Beth Boyle. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So Sarah, what led you to consider changing the preschool curriculum? As a preschool program, we have always looked at best practice, and we wanted to continue every year to strive to do better. And looking at our curriculum and its challenges in the past, we we really had our eye on a whole curriculum that every classroom could use across both preschools, both our Toadstools and Polywogs nature-based preschool and our NPD Preschool Academy. I've been looking at curriculums for about eight years now. Wow. And looking at, you know, you can purchase a curriculum, but could never find a curriculum that had every component that we wanted. And it was kind of interesting, a little bit of a roundabout way that we came across the Boston curriculum, which is what we implemented. We were looking at different teaching resources. Um, for instance, the book, The Most Important Year by Suzanne Buford. Okay. She referenced Boston public schools curriculum over and over again and praised it for its social emotional component that it's it's scoped and sequenced that led to emphasizing the early literacy component heavy on math and science and led us to start looking towards Boston Public. At the same time I was reading a book called um, The Body Keeps Score and it has a Hmm. whole section in there about schools and dealing with childhood childhood traumas and how best to support children through that. He kept referencing Boston Public Schools curriculum and how it supported that social, emotional, and building the coping skills in children early that would see them through life. And so both resources, we're looking at it and we keep seeing this coming up. And so we went onto their website and we started researching their curriculum. And Boston Public School received a federal grant, and their purpose was to create a preschool curriculum that'd be shared with any preschool that would like it, free of cost. Nice. And Sherry sent an email um, to Boston Public School System and said, can we use your curriculum? Because you would be the first outside of yeah. the area to use it. Yes. And well, he was gracious. Bill, he was very nice. He got back to me immediately, said, no problem. If you are ever run into a problem, a question, a concern, just reach back out to us and we will help you. And then taking their curriculum. So we, we say our curriculum is based off theirs because their okay. program is a five-day, all-day program. Okay. Our program at the most is four days for two and a half hours. And so we wanted to, one, keep some of the pieces that we felt we did really well. And we wanted to incorporate them into the curriculum. And then to bring this curriculum down that would work for our students in our time frame, but not to lose mm-hmm. that import, those important pieces, the scope and the sequence, the, the idea that children can go back and back and back to different ideas so that they, it's introduced, they have time to um, experiment with it. And, and really get it, familiar with it. Yes, and then it keeps coming back. We just started it with pre-K. So we're like, okay, let's see if I could take five day, all day, and we can break it down to 
four days, two and a half hours. So then we reached out, once we thought we could do it, we reached out to Teresa and Mary Beth, will you pilot it? Will you see? And that is how they became, for lack of a better term, our guinea pigs in some ways, <laughs> we to see excited. if it worked. We were yes. super excited. We were excited. And so once we, we saw pre-K in action, and we could see that what we were reading and our vision really was there, now we had to take it a step further, and now can we revise it down to a two-day two and a half hour program for our threes. So we're going a year younger and half the time. And so we brought in the second classroom and introduced the curriculum with our three-year-olds. And once again, we saw children embrace it and they could run with it and we could see it come alive. So the curriculum is really based, they ha- we have five units, family, friends, wind and water, shadows, shadows and reflections, and then things that grow. But it starts with the first three weeks of laying the foundation. We have to lay the foundation. So that is a big part of our curriculum. And we wanted to focus on the independent skills, which is crucial for kindergarten readiness. Right. And by doing that, by teaching them the routine and the independent skills and how to navigate a group, they learn what to expect. And if a child knows what to expect and they feel safe, and they know that we like them, learning can occur. With the first three weeks, they're also part of coming up with the rules for the classroom, that we believe the agreements. Yes. So the the three agreements that we put in every classroom is, one, we will be respectful. Okay. And as a class, they talk about what does that mean? And on the poster in the room that's up all year long, there's actually pictures of those actions. So again, it's age appropriate. Mm-hmm. And the teachers can bring them back. Remember, we agreed that we were going to be respectful. The second one is we will be safe. And then the final one is that we will be learners. And during that three weeks, we also spend a lot of time on, so what happens if I'm building this black tower and I want to do something else? We've taught them during the first three weeks, put a cone, how to save that work. We've taught the other kids, what does that mean? If the cone is there, that means you can't play with that right now. We have oh, students yeah. every day that use the cones to pr- save their work. And another thing that we enjoy too that is we use in the first three weeks is our problem-solving puppets, and those are key. So the problem-solving puppets are five characters, and their puppets are animals, they have names. And what they're doing is if teachers are seeing areas of conflict in the room, let's say children are having a hard time in the block area not knocking down each other's towers, then they can pull out their puppets and they can act it out. So now Mr. Pig is knocking down the blocks and you can say to the class, what do we say to Mr. Pig? Well, we're problem solving it with them so that they can see how to do it when it's just them. And it takes out, there's no victim. Mm. There's no perpetrator. And so that emotion is taken out so they can really problem solve it. But we also teach them like what happens when sometimes, you know what, you all need a moment to reset. So we actually even have a space in our classroom that's a quiet space. And we call it the quiet space when you just need a moment. And like sometimes morning is rough for kids to get to school and they're, they're coming, you know, they're coming from different angles. And so part of that, too, is that, you know, if morning was rough in the carpool or drop-off right. and all that, it's once hard, you really. get there, you know, they have all of these emotions. So they 
they can quickly go to the quiet center, open a book, and everybody knows if someone is in the quiet center that they're, they need a moment and that's not time to approach them. It's time for them to regroup and then when they're ready, they rejoin the crowd. We talk about emotions in the first three weeks and it's okay to be sad or mad. And so we go through all of that. And so they can, let's say they're so upset, they can't verbalize it. They'll go through it and they'll point it out. You know, and we'll oh. say, do you need a hug, a high five? I'll do a silly, silly dance, dance to like cheer them <laughs> off. And they can pick that in our classroom. And so they enjoy that. But they do have tools. There's a little um, squish ball. You know, let's say they just need to, some stress. kids need yeah, to just stress. hold a little stress. That's good. For, you know, they need that feeling touching something. So we have all sorts of little tools in our toolbox to kind of help them problem solve. And I know even something as, as familiar as snack time in preschool is important. How, how do you all do that? Our snack is unique, I would like to say, because we have the parents provide the snack for the children as long as it's peanut free and healthy. We have the parents provide it. What makes it so unique is once again, we're going to that independent skill. So when they are hungry, the child eats. So it's, we're teaching them to validate what their body is telling them. Your body is telling you you are hungry. Eat. They know to wash their hands because we teach it all in the first three weeks. They grab their snack, they wash their hands, they come back, and they're also having conversations with their peers. And it's super cute to hear some of those snack conversations. <laughs> and it's all on posters in our room. So if you, when you come into our classrooms, our classrooms are chalked filled with picture directions because they're three and four mm -hmm. they do not read right so we have uh, words and pictures so that they could be independent it's all over our classrooms and it gives them ownership of the room it gives them that feeling of being home mm -hmm. that i can go help myself i can take care of myself in this space and that's not dictated to me right and when children learn how to recognize their emotion how to self-care how to, when I'm hungry, to eat something. If I'm thirsty, I can get a drink. Because children at this age are just learning what those feelings mean. Mm -hmm. And by taking care of their needs, we reduce behavior. Because otherwise, a child who's really thirsty may not know they're thirsty. Right. But they're lashing out because inside something, I need something. And the same thing, if I'm not allowed to take a minute to step away, that's when I might be pushing my friend down mm -hmm. to get away from me where I can do this in a healthy way. I can recognize I need a minute. I'm going to go take care of myself and I can come back. And then we're teaching them the words to use with one another because it's, this is the foundation. Mm -hmm. And these skills are life skills, not even school skills. They're life skills. And so being able to navigate a group and self-regulation are the two components for kindergarten readiness. In the next episode, we continue the conversation with Sarah, Sherry, Teresa, and Mary Beth and hear about how learning unfolds after the first three weeks. Thank you for listening. The Naperville Park District's mission is to provide park and recreation experiences that promote healthy lives, healthy minds, and a healthy community. Park Talk Podcast is a production of the Naperville Park District.